You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Paul Lazarus. In the 1980s, I produced and hosted a radio series called Anything Goes, a celebration of the American musical theater. Now the Broadway Podcast Network is bringing back these shows. This is the second of a three-part tribute to Richard Rodgers, who famously collaborated both with Lorenz Hart and Oscar Hammerstein II. Rogers is perhaps best known as the composer for such shows as Oklahoma, The Sound of Music, and Carousel. This program originally aired in 1984. Mainly today we're paying tribute to Richard Rogers, uh, five years uh, to the day after his death. I've, I scoured my uh, collection of tapes and found Dorothy Fields uh, reminiscing about a very young Richard Rogers at, at camp. I wasn't the first lyricist in the family. Herbert Fields and Richard Rogers were counselors at Camp Paradox. I think it was on Scroon Lake. Dick, age 18, was the swimming counselor, and Herbert, 23, the dramatic counselor. And there was a camper named Ovid Rose. Get that name, O-V-I-D, Rose. <laughs> All summer, Dick tried to get him to swim as far as the raft. The day before the farewell banquet, Ovid made it. Herbie and Dick had to have a song about that camp-shaking event, and this is it. O stands for Ovid, who swam to the raft. V stands for Vited, he swam to the raft. I stands for I, who seen him swim to the raft. D stands for Did you seen him swim to the raft? R stands for the raft out to which Ovid swam. O stands for Ovid who swam to the raft. S stands for swimming to the raft. And E stands for excellency in swimming to the raft. Dorothy Fields at the 92nd Street Y reminiscing about Richard Rogers, uh, the subject of today's edition of Anything Goes. I'm also grateful to Ira Weitzman for providing me with several tapes, including a conversation held with Arnold Michaelis in 1957, uh, both with Oscar Hammerstein and Richard Rogers. And here, uh, Arnold is speaking with Oscar Hammerstein about uh, his earliest recollections of Dick Rogers. Oscar, let's go way back in your memory for a moment. What are your earliest recollections of Dick Rogers? 
When did you first meet him? Well, Dick Rogers I met as the kid brother of Morty Rogers, who was a contemporary of mine at Columbia University. And Dick came around one day to see a matinee of the Varsity Show, in which I was a leading comedian. <laughs> and that's my first memory of him. A little boy with very dark eyes and in short pants, as I remember. When I tell Dick this story, he claims that he was very long pants by that time. It's a question of perspective, I guess. Yes, I suppose. You've been quoted as saying this about him since you bring up the question of his short pants, that behind the sometimes too serious face of an extraordinarily talented composer, I see a dark-eyed little boy in short pants. Yes, that's right. I wrote that uh, in the introduction to the Rogers and Hart songbook, and uh, that memory stays with me, and I can still see that little boy in Dick, and sometimes uh, it helps me to see that. If he <laughs> seems... Uh, <laughs> if he has a very worried look on his face, I know that underneath is that little boy. What about the Columbia Varsity show of 1920? That show was famous because it brought you and Dick together professionally for the first and only time until 20 years later. Do you remember the song from that Columbia Varsity show that you and Dick collaborated on? Well, the song we wrote was uh, There's Always Room for One More. All the other songs were written, the lyrics were written by Larry Hart, but this one lyric of mine was interpolated, and I wrote this with Dick. I, I forget just how it got in, although I do remember that I was a judge who, <laughs> who accepted the show. I'm, I may have forced it as kind of a bribe. Do you think, think you I still remember, remember it? I think I do. My heart is an airy castle filled with girls I adore. My brain is a cloud of memories of peaches galore. There was Jane and Molly and Ruth and Sue, Camilla, Kit, and Patricia, too. My heart is filled to the brim with you, but there's always room for one more. <laughs> I'm uh, back at Columbia University <laughs> in 1920. Certainly 1920. Your sweet Fly With Me, 
with an orchestration by Bruce Pomahack and a very early Richard Rogers Oscar Hammerstein collaboration, in fact the only one in that show which was predominantly the work of Lorenz Hart and Richard Rogers. Um, featuring today Rogers rarities and uh, fresh recordings of songs that you may know, uh, this being the case with our next song from Dearest Enemy, 1925, Rogers and Hart score. Uh, this from the new Book of the Month Club recording called Songs of New York, a song entitled Where the Hudson River Flows, featuring the work of Meg Bussard and George S. Irving. Ah, Mrs. Murray, on behalf of King George, I wish to thank you for your hospitality. For myself, I prefer a quiet little place like New York to the hustle and bustle of Philadelphia. And your New York girls are so naive. And so romantic. You should see them on a moonlit night in the forests of Manhattan. All crowds are such a menace to love's sweet rendezvous. I've the best of places for our fond embraces. Tell me where it is and I'll meet you. Richard Rogers, speaking with Arnold Michaelis, explained how uh, he and Lorenz Hart came to write the standard My Heart Stood Still. We got this title when we were almost in a taxi accident with a couple of girls in Paris. And one of the girls said, Oh, my heart stood still. <laughs> and Larry said, That's a very good song title. 
because I wanted to kill him. <laughs> this is a very near miss. But I was so shocked by his thinking of business at a time like that that I made a note of it. And then when we got to London a few weeks later, I found this note in a little black book. And without saying anything to Larry, wrote the tune. I called Larry in, you see, and I said, here's the tune for that title of yours. He said, what title? And I said, my heart stood still. He said, oh, that's very good. <laughs> I said, sure it is, it's yours. And I played the tune for him. stood still from the 1943 revival of a Connecticut Yankee. That song, originally written for a London show, One Damn Thing After Another in 1927. And you're, of course, listening to a tribute to Richard Rogers. Back to the Arnold Michaelis interview with Richard Rogers in 1957. Well, now, this borders on a subject that you kidded quite a bit in an article you wrote some years ago for Theater Arts Monthly. Do you remember on the question of inspiration that so many people asked you about how you were inspired to write all these beautiful melodies? And uh, you rather poo-pooed the popular concept of inspiration. Hmm, which I do today. You know, you fall in love. At f or at 5 o'clock one at bright afternoon. At 5 o'clock, and you don't sleep all that night, and you bounce up out of bed and grab a pencil and do something deathless. Mm -hmm. I don't believe it. I think this is a, a phony word. You mean inspiration? Yes. Encompasses too much. It says too much and says nothing. It's lost its meaning. All right, let's look at it from the standpoint of this meaning. The term inspiration not only has to do with the reception of heavenly gifts, as, as we might define it, it also has to do with, with breathing. Well, it's the drawing in of air. All right. Can you relate the drawing in to the problem of doing Yes, I can, I can relate the drawing in, but the connotation of the word inspiration today means the giving out. 
It means the composition, whether it's on canvas or whether it's on a piece of paper. It's almost come to mean something divine, something occult, something over which we have no control. I don't believe this. I think if you express something over which you have no control, you have no art. You know, the best definition of art there is, is the expression of an emotion by means of... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little... Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No You're listening to Anything Goes with Paul Lazarus. Today, part two of a tribute to Richard Rogers, focusing on his work with Lorenz Hart. Here's a song they wrote for the 1926 show, Peggy Ann. windows down little slaves are free at night then we'll soon retreat from the busy street till the crowds are out of sight there's a rendezvous for lovers where we two can play very near your door the city's core, but it seems a million miles away. Meet me underneath a little tree in the park. No one else around but you and me.
Tree in the Park from the 1926 Rogers and Hart show Peggy Ann, featuring Kim Criswell and Chris Gronendahl. That from the new book, The Month Club uh, recording. Peggy Ann, according to the note uh, provided by John Glenn, broke new ground for Rogers and Hart as well as for the American musical. It was an experimental, surrealistic musical in which a scullery maid, Peggy Ann, played by Helen Ford, falls asleep and dreams of all the fabulous adventures that she will never be part of. It ran for 333 performances, which is, was astonishing in 26, particularly it being so experimental. Here's several more Rogers and Hart uh, tunes, hopefully versions you've not heard. Your sweet expression, the smile you gave me, the way you looked when we met. It's easy to remember, but so hard to forget. I hear you whisper, I'll always love you. I know it's over, and yet it's easy to remember, but so hard to forget. So I must dream to have your hand caress me, fingers press me tight I'd rather dream than have that lonely feeling feeling through the night each little moment is clear before me and though it brings me regret it's easy to Remember, but so hard to forget. Humpa, Humpa, how far is we? A hundred and twenty-one miles, maybe twenty-two. From Central Park, maybe a hundred and twenty-three. A hundred and twenty-six miles from Lenox Avenue. Dirty. 
gets in your blood and it's in there to stay. I'm one of six million who can't keep away. I've gotta get back to New York. Where the tempo races, let me be. Those great wide open spaces are places that smother me. If I'm in Miami, Budapest, or Rome, I'll always shout, okay, New York, the prodigal comes home. I climb up the Woolworth and kiss every floor. The subway makes music for me with its roar. I'm dying to feel that I'm living once more. I've gotta get back to New York. There's only one statue, I know you'll agree. That dame with the torch looking over the sea. The smell of the bronix is perfume to me. I've gotta get back to New York. High, high way up high. My city in the sky. I wanna move these feet on each old dirty street. New York is New York, and that's all you can say. It gets in your blood, and it's in there to stay. I'm one of six million who can't keep away. I've gotta get back to New York. I never bother with people I hate That's why the lady is a tramp Don't know the reason for cocktails at bars I don't like flying, I'm glad I'm alive I crave affection, but not when I drive that's why the lady is a tramp. I like the green grass under my shoes. What can I lose? I'm flat, that's sad. Hate California, it's cold and it's damp. That's why the lady is a tramp.
bring the milk that your neighbor steals way out west on west end avenue keep all your mountains and your long prairies so pretty give me the fountains that flow wrong at rodeo city i would trade your famous deer and antelope for one tall beer and a cantaloupe way up west on west end avenue yippee-yay get a long little elevator climb once more to my lone shack on the 14th floor way up west on west end avenue when the sun's horizon over central park i pull up several Rogers and Hart songs. You heard It's Easy to Remember featuring Bing Crosby from the uh, movie Mississippi in 1935. Then once again from the Book of the Month Club uh, recording, you heard David Garrison playing Al Jolson's role and Wardell Woodard as Acorn singing I Gotta Get Back to New York from Hallelujah, I'm a Bum Again, a 1933 film. Then Teddy Lynch from a very rare Liberty Music Shop recording singing The Lady is a Tramp. And another song from Babes in Arms, Way Out West on West End Avenue, featuring Ann Morrison, also from that Book of the Month Club collection. You've been listening to a tribute to Richard Rogers, Part 2. Associate producer Jeff London. Anything Goes, backstage with Broadway's Best, is produced and hosted by Paul Lazarus. For more information, visit anythinggoespl.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.